0: It is October 25th first try good job I'm very impressed Thank you so much um, it is a Thursday that's when we're recording this today <laughs> on the every week yeah every week even though we had to take a break last week yeah, schedules my no schedules just didn't line up it was not it was not gonna happen so yeah. we're sorry if you're a consistent listener but <laughs> the three of you the three of you listening. that are consistent <laughs> listeners we really appreciate it um, thanks mom. Um, but uh no we we had to postpone so with that being said we didn't get to talk about a lot of things that we wanted to talk about before they happened Mm -hmm. such as the world series which is our first topic today
1: yeah um our predictions are gonna be a lot less impressive now that we're two games in yep but
0: we promise we said them before (laughs) we recorded this episode or before this series started
1: yeah my actual prediction was boston and six yep um am I the only one who's really surprised by how this series has gone?
0: Surprised? Um I I don't know. I I thought the Dodgers' were pitchers were going to show up a lot better than they did. Yeah, for sure. I, I thought
1: there was no chance Boston was going to win game 1 because even though I do have a lot of faith in Chris Sale, his health has kind of been in question. Right. And Kershaw has been, you know, Clayton Kershaw.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: thought this was going to be much more of a pitchers' duel and then they both ended up You know, leaving early and it was just more anticlimactic, I felt like, than I thought it was going to be. And Boston pulled it out, which I was super happy about. And then game two, David Price is good. Boston wins again. Right. Which was another thing that was kind of surprising because that's not the norm for David Price to be good in the postseason. But Mm -hmm. this postseason, he's been very good. And he said, I saw an interview where he said, you know, it was sort of a thing of making adjustments on the mound and during the game that has made him better.
0: Right. Do you think he's just more comfortable now? Or like Maybe. he's gotten it because he was bad. Yeah. Like he was historically bad <laughs> in the postseason. Bad. So I, I don't know. Like I know they talked about like he's just changing how he's preparing and things like that. But like for me, that's weird to go, go from being so bad. Yeah. Change like your preparation a little. Unless he was just ignoring like blatant parts of his routine.
1: What confuses me is the, the whole thing of it's Changes. It's I'm making changes during the game. Mm -hmm. Because how the hell did you get to the major leagues (laughs) if you can't make adjustments during a game? Yeah, I don't know. I pitched at not a very competitive level, obviously. Like, high school ball. And, like, was I a good pitcher? Yeah. But every other pitcher I knew, knew how to make adjustments on the mound. Like, that's kind of a very basic thing. So seeing that quote was very surprising to me.
0: Right. No, I, I, I just... I doubt that he wasn't able to make adjustments during a game mm-hmm. coming through his career. That's what I'm saying. I think he's, the way he's thinking about it, he's like, yeah, I know how to make adjustments now. It was probably things that he just didn't really know how to adjust before. Sure. And I, I like I said, I don't know what that consists of. I wasn't a pitcher. I barely played baseball through elementary school. Yeah. So I, I really don't understand the psyche behind that kind of stuff. So... It can be,
1: honestly, it can be challenging. If you're in, like, a high-pressure situation, like for me, for example, if I'm pitching a championship game and I know what I need to change, Mm -hmm. it's hard to fix that, honestly. Even if you know what it is and you really know how to do it, it can be hard to fix that until you get – I don't know. It's just a switch has to flip. That's what happened for me anyway was I was able to flip a switch in my mind and know how to change it in a high-pressure situation, and maybe that's what happened for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, it – Who knows? Yeah. All we know is he's pitching well.
1: And I'm very happy. I'm not complaining. As a
0: Red Sox fan, I can imagine you are just over the moon about this right now.
1: Best case scenario.
0: It is. I mean, it is. For Red Sox fans, this was about as good as you could have possibly started. Absolutely. Without shutting them out and then completely just blowing the doors off the Dodgers. Which was not
1: going to happen.
0: Right. Which was not going to happen. This is about the most optimal start you could have asked for. Yeah. Two wins in a row at Fenway. Now yeah. you head to play the Dodgers on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people saying they think this is going to be a sweep. They think this is a done deal, oh. foregone conclusion, this is over. I don't know if that's I'm ready to... That's a bold to... statement. Right. I don't know if I'm ready to turn like turn everything in and be like, yeah, done deal, foregone yeah. conclusion. Because I, I just don't know if that's true. I think the Dodgers still have some fight left. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this was, you know, a five-game series.
1: I completely agree with that. At this point, I wouldn't be shocked if it ended more quickly than we expected. Just because they have performed so much better than I expected. Mm -hmm. So that makes me excited. Um, But I wouldn't go so far as to say it's a sweep, it's a done deal. Because I think that's underestimating the talent on the Dodgers because they are a talented team you know even if you know a lot of people don't really like Machado and Puig and the way that they play the game a lot of people aren't fans of that I'm not a huge mini Machado person sure so I understand wanting them to be bad but they're not bad <laughs> so I don't no. want to underestimate their ability
0: no they're not bad and and that's something that we got to keep in consideration this is a very good Dodgers team yeah it's just the Red Sox look that much better yeah and, and the statistic that they've scored, I think it's over 50% of their runs with two outs on the board. That is...
1: They can capitalize. That's, that's what is I love about this ridiculous. team. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I love that about this team that we can capitalize on, you know, stressful situations or errors and we don't let things slip through our fingers.
0: Right. It. Re- I mean, it really seems like they're taking every single mistake... You- that the Dodgers make they're capitalizing on. For sure. They haven't let something slip away from them or a situation slip away from them. They look like they're in control.
1: And that's a championship team.
0: Right. Yeah, and I mean, that's what you need to win a championship. You have to convert on every single good opportunity. You have to make sure that you are doing the best that you possibly can because otherwise you're not going to win. Yeah. But... Completely agree. Yeah. Interesting series. You said Sox and Six. I said Sox and Six. I... (laughs) I think it's going to be in five now.
1: Yeah. Now that we're this far, I yeah. think it'll probably, hopefully, knock on wood, be five.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. I think we were definitely right about the team mm-hmm. uh, that was going to win it. I did not know that it was going to be sort of a blowout series. Yeah. Is that is that the wrong thing I, to say?
1: Uh, we The Red Sox scored eight runs in the first game. Mm-hmm. To be against Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers' bullpen and score eight runs – to me, that's a blowout because that win was so shocking. So, I think that yeah, I think that would, game is a blowout. If they yeah. can sweep this series, yeah, that's a blowout.
0: Yeah, blowout series, but this will be interesting. I.
1: How do you? Can I, I hate I you guys. This? Have you seen the uh, the pictures on the wall thing for for the Red Sox? Yeah, that's like my favorite thing in baseball right now. For those of you who don't know, and the first team meeting, um, they took a picture of everyone. And now after every single win, they've taken, you know, not a team picture, but one of the pictures from a professional photographer and they put it on this wall. So regular season, they had, what, 108 wins. So they Mm -hmm. have 108 pictures on this wall. And then they had a countdown, you know, so it's like, oh, there's 11 more to go. And it keeps going down. And so now it says two to go. And I just think that's so cool. I love that so Can we just talk about
0: real quick how much I hate Boston fans?
1: Well, why? no, uh, to, don't. <laughs> why me?
0: Boston sports fans are the most spoiled fan base in all of sports.
1: It's sad because it's true. It, like <laughs> it's it true. is,
0: it is disgusting to me how just continually successful you're. Like, oh, we didn't have a championship this year. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Like, I there are seriously Boston fans out there that are like who are Pats fans and Bruins fans and Celtics and Red Sox like through and through all the way who like i've heard complain to me before and i'm a detroit sports fan so like i've seen <laughs> so it's not easy for i've you. <laughs> seen the other end of the spectrum yeah you know we i've watched the lions go oh and 16 which is horrific yeah just the worst <laughs> thing in the world i like one of our quarterbacks dan orlovsky runs out of the back of the end zone by himself like he was sort of being pressured but he was like just runs yeah. out of the back of the end zone and <laughs> takes a safety like that play in itself like <laughs> cat like truly embodied who the lions were sure. for a few years so like when i hear like a pats fan oh we might not win the super bowl this year i just want to <laughs> hit him. i just like i can't that's stand fair. it that's fair and you're a red Sox fan mm-hmm. which makes me ill sometimes (laughs) like i like the red sox only because i know it pisses off yankees fans and yankees fans are about the only fans that drive me more insane we
1: just make it clear that yankees fans are the worst fan base in sports because that is my personal opinion right i i think patriots fans are probably a close second i will give you that but i think yankees fans to me are the most frustrating i I
0: think just boston fans as a whole okay are insufferable
1: I'm feeling really attacked right now. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Good. But no, I do get it. The whole um, Patriots fans throwing beer on um, the Chiefs player was it Tyreek Hill?
0: Yeah. Yeah. When he That's... ran it when he uh, scored a touchdown and like ran up to the yeah. stands, yeah, threw beer in his face or something like that.
1: That's frustrating to me because Boston fans for like a few weeks had the upper hand because that Yankees fan threw beer on the Athletics fan. And so they were like, oh, you know, well, at least Boston fans don't do that. And then we threw beer on an actual player on the field, which is worse.
0: Yeah, it was...
1: It's just, let's keep it classy, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just... Since 2000, I can't remember how many championships it is or appearances. Is it nine or something like that as a city?
1: Oh, it's something crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's like nine... So, think about that. Half of the year since 2000, <laughs> you guys have had a sports championship. That's crazy. Of some kind. Yeah. That, that makes me sick. <laughs> I've seen two. And, like, really, really only remember one.
1: Kansas City has seen two.
0: Sure. So, oh, are we talking about appearances? Or are we talking about actual wins?
1: Are you talking – there's been nine wins? Nine oh, I thought you were wins. Talking about
0: appearances. No, 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 no. I think you guys have only not had a team – in the finals of some sort of professional sport for like two years or something like that
1: oh.
0: or two or three years.
1: That's Which, crazy. Yeah. no. that's now that I hear that out loud, that's really crazy.
0: Isn't that just, just horrible.
1: I mean, I'm a Celtics fan too. So no. Oh my God. Sorry.
0: <laughs> we might have to cut, like we might have to stop recording the show. You I don't know stand if up I can, and walk out. I don't know if I can handle recording this with well, you. Okay.
1: You want to know why I'm a Celtics fan? Because Paul Pierce, and then I just... I Here's how I work. I like a player, and then the team ends up growing on me, and then I become a fan of the team. That's how I do things. So, Interesting. So, Paul Pierce, you know, obviously Celtics player for a really long time. Then the team just sort of grew on me, and then I just stuck with it. I just... And no, it's not a bandwagon situation. So don't even give me that. I'm look. I'm
0: not giving you that look. <laughs> I am not. If you were a Yankees fan, you were like, yeah, they got Aaron Judge or they got Giancarlo Stanton, and I just became <laughs> a fan. I'd give you that bandwagon look. But no, I'm not. You have valid reasons for liking the teams that you like. You know that I was, you know, spent my childhood in suburbs of Detroit, so I sort of latched onto those which teams, is totally fair which That's makes the sense. reason
1: i'm a royals fan as well right. just proximity
0: god it's so it's so confusing that you're <laughs> a red sox fan and a royals fan well
1: as i said a few weeks ago you can't just be a royals fan because then you would just be sad
0: yeah but i am just a lions <laughs> fan and i'm Sad. You're right. You're right. I'm sad. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I should take up your style of rooting for teams. I'd I just, probably be happier.
1: As somebody who just appreciates sports in general and appreciates talent, it's kind of hard for me to not be that way.
0: Right. No, I understand. I just it just. But I also, me nuts.
1: I your loyalty is so impressive to me, though.
0: I yeah, see I don't know if it's impressive or it's just like I don't love myself or something. (laughs) Like something is wrong with me to where I'm like, Don't worry, we'll turn it around. (laughs) Yeah, like let's No, but seriously, it's like it's I don't know what it is that like makes people that way or like makes people like me that way where it's like yep I'm gonna cheer for them no matter what Mm -hmm. even when they're at the bottom of the pit I'm gonna sit there and watch and I won't be happy while I'm watching and I know that but I'm still gonna watch
1: that's how I am with the Royals though so I do Mm -hmm. relate to that because the Royals were abysmal this year and I watched them and I watched every game that I could
0: yeah or like right now the Red Wings
1: Mm
0: -hmm. the worst team in the NHL. They are the worst Wait, team in the NHL. This is a team... when we were
1: at work today. I know. And you just turned your computer around and showed me the rankings. I, my heart just broke for you because you looked so defeated and sad. I,
0: so you gotta understand from my perspective, this is a team who, up until a couple years ago, through my whole lifetime, I had never not seen them make the playoffs. Yeah, Like, they made the playoffs every single year for my whole lifetime up to a couple years ago.
1: Very impressive.
0: Right. Super, like, really impressive streak. One of the longest in sports history. Remarkable. Mm-hmm. And now they're just a dumpster fire? <laughs> like, I
1: can't wrap my brain around A dumpster it. fire with a raccoon as a king.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. A dumpster fire with a raccoon as a king. We're going to go with that. But, like, it, it is just, it is mind-boggling to me. It it just doesn't even make sense. They have the worst goal differential in all of hockey. I know Ooh. we're ranting. We were just talking about baseball, but now <laughs> we're I'm on this. I
1: feel like we said all we needed to say right. about the World Series. I feel like we're fine.
0: <laughs> they are minus, through nine games, they are minus 19 on goal differential. Ooh. Like, I don't even.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> if you can see Zach right now, I wish everyone could see you right now.
0: The amount of confusion that I have (laughs) and just anger (laughs) that I feel, looking at a minus 19, 20 goals for, 39 against (laughs) in nine games. I can't wrap my head around it. And so, like...
1: So, what happened?
0: So, here, I was working this out, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to rationalize because I'm damaged by this now. (laughs) (laughs) Trigger Um, warning. (laughs) But, so... Here's what happened. Detroit was a franchise that I think was loyal to a fault. Okay. So through the two early 2000s, through the 90s, uh, so like 96, 97, back-to-back Stanley Cup championships, 2001, 2002 season, Stanley Cup championship. You know, Then they go to 08, they win the championship 09, make another appearance, appearance but lose. So the team was... Very good. Very good for that. Yeah. Basically that entire stretch, but the guys that they had on the team, guys like Pavel Datsuk and Henrik Zetterberg, who were at the top of the league for a long time in offensive statistics, and then defenders like Nicholas Lidstrom.
1: Can we have a um a segment that's just hockey names?
0: Yeah, we could. <laughs> we could probably spend an hour <laughs> listing complicated hockey names. It would be.
1: It's just so fun to hear. Anyway, it, sorry to cut you off. But no, no. I, <laughs>
0: but but the guy they were fantastic for that entire stretch and then they started to taper off but the red wings being the loyal franchise that they are didn't want to cut the guys they didn't want to get rid of them they just oh we'll sign him to another deal he's still got like a year left in him he's still got two years left in him so what it did is it kept us at this awesome freaking mediocre plane where they're like not good enough to like miss the, or not bad enough to miss the playoffs, but not good enough to contend. So we're sort of in that middle plane where we're not getting the best draft picks. We're not getting, you know, maybe the top prospects. And once all of those guys started retiring, as we've seen over the past few years and couldn't carry that load anymore, the young guys that we had drafted and put in the system weren't ready. They weren't the guys that were going to carry a franchise. And That's where we're at. We got a bunch of guys, frankly, who can't carry a franchise and nowhere to go. But that's it. I don't want to talk about hockey anymore. (laughs) I am so done. I'm going to probably wind up watching as many of their games as I possibly can. Yeah. But I'm going to hate most of them, and I just know that. Yeah. But it's okay.
1: I'm so sorry for what you're going through.
0: It is, frankly, traumatic. And seeing the success that the Red Sox are having and how happy it makes (laughs) you just – Sort of, is sort of upsetting for me
1: tweet your condolences to at easy pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i'm really i need your prayers thank you thoughts and <laughs> prayers um but it's okay because we have college football
1: yeah crazy weekend
0: maybe the best weekend i i can't remember if i texted you saturday night or if it was sunday but i was having A hell of a time yeah (laughs) this weekend (laughs) watching the best weekend of college football that i've had in a long time
1: when did nebraska play was that saturday
0: um yes because i remember getting a text
1: that was just nebraska won yeah (laughs) they finally won a game
0: yeah um yeah nebraska finally won a game which was remarkable that was i think two weeks ago actually
1: oh shit was their first
0: yeah i think their first one was two weeks ago because that was before we recorded last Or we should have recorded the last episode. But yes, update to everyone who (laughs) listens. Nebraska won a game. Time to celebrate. (laughs) They're not going to go winless this year. Um, But this weekend, we'll start with Michigan. Because as both of us go to Kansas, you sort of have to have a secondary college football team.
1: Yeah, this is exactly what I was saying about the Royals. <laughs> right, okay. It's the same logic. You I, have to have a secondary college football team.
0: I kind of understand what you're saying now. But Michigan, Michigan State, did you see the little pregame scuffle that went on? Where,
1: yeah. Where
0: all the Michigan State players linked arms and walk end-to-end <laughs> yeah. on the field? <laughs> I,
1: it's just weird.
0: It was, it was one of those things that, like, as soon as I, I saw it, I was like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I couldn't understand the MO behind it where they're like, this is our field.
1: Okay, here's what I thought it was. I thought it was, we're going to look like badasses and everyone's going to think we're super cool and I feel like this might go in one of those hype-up videos that we do at the beginning of years. You know, things like that. And it just flopped
0: real hard. But you only look like badasses (laughs) if you win. I know. If you win. And all they did... The only thing that I think that they did in this whole situation was piss off Michigan yeah. like and bad because yeah
1: nobody like, wants to see that it's, right. their, it's your rival right no you don't want to see that
0: and like Michigan guys are going through stretches and warm-ups and like doing their thing on the field and they just start trying to walk through them like locked arms moving them out of the way oh my God, and it's so so annoying right and I'm like
1: I don't it made it worse for them. It made it –
0: it did make it worse for them. I will I will say doing that before the game makes the loss so much worse. Yeah. Because – Because now you're a joke. Right. You were, like, slinging it around, like, yeah, we're the shit. We're going to curb stomp these guys. This is our field. No big deal. Like, send them home. And so I knew it was on as soon as I saw Devin Bush out on the field ripping up the Michigan State logo (laughs) with his cleats and – freaking out like ready okay, to kill him
1: that was kind of awesome
0: yeah <laughs> it was awesome that. i
1: thought that was really funny because it's like the most petty retaliation is <laughs> like kicking a logo i and mean just it tearing was just up he was logo. just pissed i know it's you could just so see funny.
0: how angry he yeah. was and i was like oh no this is about <laughs> to be a brutal game
1: but as and- a michigan fan was that not so exciting was... To see them so mad. Or were you mad too?
0: No. So here's, here's what happened. I got nervous mm-hmm. because – so I saw – we were at a tailgate. Um, I was visiting the girlfriend last weekend. Mm-hmm. So we were at a tailgate, and, like, cell reception was terrible. So, like, I'm getting, like, these sort of, like, staggered updates whenever my phone finally refreshes and things like that. I'm like, okay, I don't really know what's going on right now. The only thing I saw – so, I didn't see the linked arm thing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The I just saw the aftermath where Devin Bush started ripping up the Michigan State logo.
1: Oh, so you thought it was just like, that was what started it.
0: Right. I thought, I'm like, oh no. Did he just like walk out on the field and start kicking the crap out of the logo? Because like all I saw was like, it was like the tweet that I got finally to load was just one of those crying laughing emojis. Yeah. And then... Devin Bush standing down there ripping. So the logo. to you,
1: it looked like he was like unprovoked.
0: Right. And I'm like, oh no. Like, they have to win by a billion now <laughs> yeah. to back yeah. this up. They have to curb stop Michigan State because that is not something you can do unwarranted yeah. and then lose. Yeah. And yeah. so I, yeah, I was starting, I sort of panicked a little. I'm Fair like, enough. I need updates. Without
1: so, the context, that would be a panicky moment.
0: Right. And so. Yeah, you, guess where I actually wound up watching this game? Where? No, I want you to take a shot in the dark on this one.
1: I really want to say a bar, but I don't think that's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we wound up heading back to my girlfriend's sorority house
1: okay and then that was the last place i thought and in
0: their common room like she fell asleep she wound up taking a nap on like the couch i'm sitting there in this sorority house watching the game trying not to just scream
1: yeah and like
0: everything that happens i'm trying not to just yell and get angry because i'm like these people are gonna think i'm a lunatic well like probably already sure. did but i'm like <laughs> i need to compose myself it's not the time or place to be you know, getting angry and shouting at the TV like a madman.
1: I'm the same way though. When I watch sports, I get into it. Right. I can't just casually watch sports, like especially if it's my team, and Michigan football that's your team.
0: Right. So, watching them finally just whip Michigan State 21 to 7, it felt decisive. They looked dominant. Oh, for sure. I it was the most satisfying feeling in the world. Yeah. And then we I was like, my day is peaked. This is great. (laughs) That's it. You know, I totally thought like, this is the end of my day. And then Ohio state played. Mm -hmm. Let's just God bless every single person that goes to the university of Purdue (laughs) and every single player on that team, because you made not my night, not, (laughs) not all Michigan fans night. You made america's night frankly we were
1: just sending memes back and forth oh
0: yeah because when ohio state loses
1: when the ohio state loses, no get out (laughs) don't
0: don't ever say that to me again
1: um it's because it's so embarrassing
0: it's terrible i hate let's sidebar Mm -hmm. the fact that they call themselves the Ohio State University.
1: <laughs> the pause makes it so It much is. Better. But
0: no, seriously. Anything every time one of them says it, they pause. I know. The Ohio State <laughs> it's University. Awful. I'm like it's What is so wrong gringy. with you? Did you like did you forget where you went to school? Did you like <laughs> what happened in your brain where you're just like, "Wait, what what comes next?" <laughs> like
1: that's you, what the pause is, is can, general confusion right
0: it's general could you imagine how much people like shit people would give us if we're like where'd you go to school the university of kansas like
1: people would look at you and be like are you okay
0: yeah they're like, what happened how are there? you doing yeah. Did, your, did
1: you an yeah did you did you just have an
0: Yeah, do you stroke a little yeah. it's like nope i'm good i'm here i'm back <laughs> um
1: can you smile for me just real fast
0: <laughs> right yeah just Move, move both your arms. I need to make sure you're also there. <laughs> but watching Purdue just beat up on Ohio State was the most satisfying thing, yeah, that has happened in a long time. Yeah, it was more satisfying, frankly, than last year Iowa State or Iowa putting 55 points up on him. Like this felt better.
1: So, okay, mm-hmm. you have to pick your favorite win. Is it Michigan, Michigan State, or is it Purdue, Ohio State?
0: (sighs) That is that is such a tough question. (laughs) That should not be a tough question, but like, if you had to pick
1: one of those teams to win, only one of those teams, Michigan. Okay.
0: If I if I have to pick one, so here's the logic behind that. If it's your team, it's my team, (laughs) and Michigan winning keeps them in the playoff conversation okay if they lose to Michigan State there's no way you can keep them in a playoff conversation
1: so say that it's not about the playoffs say that it's yeah. just the rivalry Michigan okay
0: yeah
1: okay. I figured that was the answer I was just curious
0: right I mean I mean don't get me wrong Seeing Ohio State lose is one of my simple joys in life. (laughs) It's the little things. (laughs) It's the little things. Seeing Urban Meyer bent over the whole game, like, just, I don't, I don't, he looked, how would you describe it? Like, he did, lost.
1: Yeah. Defeated, confused, upset, and angry. Right. I mean, there was a lot of emotions, none of them positive.
0: No, he, he just looked, like he did, had no idea what to do yeah he didn't know how to coach his team he didn't know how to drag him out of this honestly they went into halftime it was 14 to 3 purdue and i'm like oh christ ohio state's gonna come back yeah like i've seen this too many times sure as a michigan fan i've seen them go up on ohio state and been like it's our year nope never mind yeah like i just oh, i did not have faith but when do
1: they play when do michigan ohio state play
0: uh, uh, November twenty Okay. fourth, eleven a.m. Central Time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have that game marked down every single year. The
1: lights come up and there's just a countdown on right. The seriously, wall. no,
0: but because that game's always after, like during Thanksgiving break, it's that weekend after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's always Saturday morning at eleven a.m. Okay, like whenever that break is. So, I get to watch the Lions lose on. <laughs> thursday on thanksgiving day and then most years i just get to watch michigan lose to ohio state on that saturday yeah thanksgiving is not my favorite holiday (laughs) it is it is a b minus holiday just because of those reasons every other reason
1: it gets up to a b minus because of the food
0: right it gets it gets up to a b minus because of everything else that thanksgiving encompasses Mm -hmm. like you know your family the meals getting to do you know be home and see your f- friends from high school or sh- no never mind that's not fun I, say. <laughs> I didn't i got i lost my train of thought i have no idea where i was going with that um
1: but it's a good holiday it's a good holiday unless your teams consistently lose it
0: just gets ruined a lot by which is fair yeah i don't do any of your teams play on thanksgiving no
1: i don't think so no
0: no chiefs don't play on thanksgiving ever right
1: not that I can remember.
0: Yeah. I don't think. I can't remember the Chiefs playing on Thanksgiving, but that's usually just because I'm still in shock. <laughs> like, you know.
1: Going through the five stages of grief. Right. Something traumatic
0: <laughs> happened and I'm sleeping it off in a food coma. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it has been what a wild weekend Yeah. in college football. I just, I'm still rattled. And then Washington State beat the crap out of oregon Mm -hmm. which was weird did you watch college game day
1: a little bit yeah
0: a little bit um the washington state fans are wild yeah i mean i have never i had not seen a college game day that was that loud like ever yeah they had
1: especially coming from like that school it was unexpected
0: right i it was not like they said we're going to washington state and i know the tradition of like there's always been a washington state flag at every game day for the past like 200 and whatever game days which is crazy to me yeah but like i, I was just like you know it's Washington, like it's gonna be cool that they're going there and honoring that finally but it's washington state yeah and i think all i think like twenty thousand people go to that school I think all 20,000 showed Yeah, they were all up. there. <laughs> Every single person and their parents were um, at game day, living it up, screaming their heads off. I remembered, I, I turned it on and it was dark. I'm like, why is it dark? Like, I couldn't, I, it throws me off when they do it at Pacific time schools. Yeah. Because I'm like, why? It doesn't make sense. Why, should, why is it dark right now? This shouldn't be dark. It's like nine thirty. It's like or like eleven. It's like ten a.m. And I'm like, oh, they're a little bit behind yeah. us. But yeah, so it was, it was just so much fun watching them beat up on Oregon and um watching their fans go crazy. With that being said, we're gonna take a quick break. Good call. Good call. I think it's time to get some water. This is empty (laughs) um and you know let our throats or my throat from all my ranting just come down for a second (laughs) um but yeah thank you so much for joining us on the easy sports podcast uh and we will be right back Welcome back to the Easy Sports Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for playing that. Yeah. Thank you so much for playing that. Seriously.
0: I think the only thing I learned at that break is I'm really, really happy that I don't have to deal with the shopping problems you have to deal with.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Like, We just had a good 20-minute discussion on the pains of being a female and shopping.
0: I just don't get it. I don't understand the sizing scheme. You were talking about like zeros and one, like how everything is zero, one, two, but all stores are different. (laughs) That's, that's a load of shit. Let's just get it out there. (laughs) I like the fact that I can go to the store and I can be like, all right, this is the size I always wear. going to grab those. This is the size like of jeans. This is the size I always wear of like shorts, walk out the door no problem.
1: You know, when you have dreams and you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I wish that was real. Yeah. Those are my dreams. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, because in my closet, I have such a wide range of sizes. I can't go into store and grab something. Right. I have to go try everything on. Sure. And if it's like, oh, I might need a size down for this. I have to try on the size down as well because you don't know if that one's going to fit either.
0: Again, way too complicated for me. So just, frustrating. That just sounds like way too much effort and way mm-hmm. too much work. i prefer just grabbing off the shelf and leaving
1: yeah i avoid shopping like the plague sometimes
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but with that being said let's talk about adidas Mm -hmm. because i feel like this is one of the more interesting and kind of complicated sports
1: stories and probably the biggest sports story at the moment
0: maybe at the moment yeah for sure um and since we go to kansas i think it's appropriate that we talk about this from ku basketball's perspective yeah um and hey so,
1: basketball fans and the anxiety <laughs> right Your <yeah. laughs> perspective
0: yeah um so quick recap for those of you who don't really understand what was going on essentially it was found out that uh people at adidas high profile uh, uh workers or employees at that company were providing benefits to athletes um in the form of cash payments mostly that was the most talked about um, yeah. Kind of benefit that they were receiving um, to go to schools that the brand represented, such as NC State, Louisville, and Kansas. Yeah. Um. Tra- it brought up that Billy Preston's parents were paid ninety grand for him to come t- uh, here to KU. Sylvia Suso. apparently his guardians were paid twenty grand to come that here.
1: That one is confusing for me though because I the article that I read was talking about a situation with like Maryland. Like mm-hmm. Maryland had paid him money, and so somebody else paid him to sort of just even out the scales because they were like, oh, we already took the money from Maryland. And so we – something like that. The you know whole, what I mean? The whole situation is it's, complicated. It's still not good, but right. it makes it better in my mind, <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> I The whole situ- – like I said, the whole situation is complicated. Yeah. And as um,
1: someone who is very clearly a lawyer and who mm-hmm. knows everything about this, absolutely, I can give my opinion and say that – it is absolutely right. I have all of the facts. Sure. No, take everything with a grain of salt. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is all speculation. <laughs>
0: um, but, I mean, it's, it's an important thing, I think, especially with all the talk that's coming around right now about uh, student-athletes not being paid and things of that nature.
1: Sure, which we talked about last time.
0: Right. The, one of the more interesting things that I found out or mm-hmm. saw – after this whole thing broke down, the some of the Adidas guys, I think it was three Adidas executives, mm-hmm. were found guilty um, and are going to have to serve sentences of some length. I can't remember the exact dates. Was Jeff Long, the athletic director of the University of Kansas, mm-hmm. uh, and the chancellor, Douglas A. Gerard, uh, they released a statement together.
1: Which was very interesting and i think very telling about the university of kansas's future
0: right and and it was a very for the most part the front end of the statement is very cut and dry it yeah. is very oh, this is what happened isn't there the- a
1: part where he goes okay so now what <laughs> it's literally like we're not gonna beat around the bush we're gonna tell you the situation and what's happening now. yeah
0: once you get towards the end he's like so what now yeah and that's the exact Uh, quote from the letter but up until that point it's pretty cut and dry yeah um and even after that after that paragraph where he says so what now it's pretty standard we're like we're gonna wait until the ncaa completely resolves this situation and then um we'll make further statements right the thing after that that really caught my attention and i'm just gonna read directly from it because i don't want to mess anything up yeah he said or they said Finally, while we have made no decision regarding a long-term contract extension with our apparel partner, Adidas, we continue to evaluate our options. There is no timetable for a decision. A strong apparel partnership is important and beneficial to all um, all our student-athletes and in our institution, and we will take great care in making the right decision for KU.
1: Flag on the play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so when I read that, I don't know how you interpret that, but when I read that, I'm like, oh, KU's not going to be in Adidas school anymore.
1: That was exactly how I took it, too. Right. It's, there's no way we're going back to Adidas after this. No. Because saying, you know, like, uh, this a strong partnership is beneficial, you know, to a lot of different people is saying, like, we need somebody who's going to give us good press and who we're going to give good press to. It needs to be a mutually beneficial thing, mm-hmm. which is, like, you know, business one-on-one. Yeah. But saying that really made me feel like, there's too much bad press around this right now and it's going to look sketchy if we stay with them going forward so we need to shift gears
0: right which i think is
1: reasonable i don't I'd, think anybody's going to be pissed about that
0: i 100% agree and, and i think i think it it showed you know those two sentences like one after the other it says we've made no decision like on a long-term contract extension with our apparel partner adidas and we continue to evaluate our options
1: yeah and that then- continuing continuing to evaluate our options is telling
0: right and then immediately after that they basically say a strong apparel partnership is important to our athletes and our institution i think this whole trial is for kansas and for you know our ad and our administrators i think it's pretty much them saying yeah we don't feel like this is beneficial for us to be school anymore we don't think it's good to be with this brand like and i get it it's time for a change i get it yeah i do too i mean it, it my bet we wind up being in nike school yeah <laughs> i mean it just it, it makes w- sense wouldn't surprise yeah, me it i wouldn't bat an eye um because i doubt that we would go with under armor yeah <laughs> and um i don't think jordan would want to make us one of the jordan brand schools yeah Uh, because they seem to be sticking with very very large schools like michigan and florida um and obviously north carolina because michael jordan went there um
1: but hey nike's a good deal
0: (laughs) but nike's a good deal i don't
1: think anybody's gonna bitch about that
0: no i don't i don't think anybody's gonna complain i just think it's this whole trial it it was so for me it was super up and down Mm -hmm. because i'm like all right good news like you know, it looks like we're going to be okay. And then all of a sudden they're like new texts were
1: oh drudged up. God. I remember getting ESPN updates that at first it was like sort of the impression of like, you know, we might be in the clear. And then it was like, oh wait, there's more. Yeah. Oh and wait, we're was, not. Gotcha. Yeah. And then right after that, five minutes later, it was like, But new evidence suggests that, you know, we still might be okay. Right. And then five minutes later, it's bad again. And I'm just like, I'm getting whiplash. (laughs) Like, I can't deal with this. Going on Twitter was...
0: Tinder. No, yeah. Getting your updates on (laughs) Tinder. Okay, Emma.
1: On (laughs) Twitter was a disaster because people had so many opinions and everyone's freaking out. People are saying, you know, oh, the Final Four is going to get vacated. Mm -hmm. People are saying, you know... Oh, there's no way. I still think Sylvia will be able to play. Like, it was just all ends of the spectrum. I had no idea what to believe.
0: Right. And basically, the way I was interpreting all the news that came out of this, and obviously, if something changes, we'll update you guys and, like, cor- correct what's said. Yeah. But the way I interpreted everything and what I was seeing was, like, basically, the court said we were victims. Yeah. And that's the very first
1: reaction when the verdict came in.
0: Yeah, I did. <laughs>
1: It looked so rehearsed. It made me laugh so hard.
0: Yeah. Because just... he's
1: such an emotional guy. Like, you can see it on the bench and stuff like that. And he was pretty much just like, I will not be making a statement at this time, you know, or something like that. Well,
0: and, and I, th- but I think to his credit in this situation, that's exactly what you have to do.
1: No, it, it totally is. It's just funny because it was like, I've been preparing for this moment. This is my time.
0: <laughs> right. This is like, I think. We sort of expected him to say something along those lines where it's like, I can't give a statement until the school does.
1: Yeah. And I totally get it. It was just the way that it happened for me was really funny.
0: Absolutely. I think it's interesting that we're being labeled as victims. I saw a lot of comments that were like, oh, how are they victims? They're the ones that benefited from this. I totally get it, though.
1: Yeah, I understand that mindset.
0: Like, it, it, you know, it makes sense. At least I'm going to continue to tell myself that it yes, makes sense exactly, so that we can go into basketball season and not have to worry about this yeah. anymore. Um, but as of right now, um, Kansas, he's a sophomore now, Silvio mm-hmm. DeSouso. He's a forward for, uh, for KU. He will not be playing until... Smart
1: move. I hate it because I, I think Silvio is a great player, and I think he would be beneficial to the team, but I do think it's a smart move to keep him out until everything gets solved because there's probably going to be another investigation you know what i mean it's probably Mm -hmm. going to be something else with him and so bill self seems like he's just making sure that there's not going to be an issue and there's not going to have any reason to question anything for this season i think it's smart
0: yeah i i think i honestly think it's more just so that they can clear up everything Mm -hmm. get everything sorted out make sure all their ducks are in a row for sure and like that there's nothing else that's going to be dragged up so that you know when he starts playing again there's no added drama there's no right anything else that might bring a distraction to the team or something like that completely agree but i think i think this has sort of opened the floodgates yeah on these discussions um because we have two trials apparently coming in early 2019 yeah that are very high level yeah they haven't said anything about what they're containing or um you know what schools are involved in those or anything like that but this is sort so that's of that's scary <laughs> so that's scary that gets me a little nervous yeah. but like i'm i'm sitting here thinking how can you logically like and i saw these argument people making these arguments oh we all knew Kansas was paying their players. We all knew Louisville was paying their players. But it's a dude with a Kentucky logo yeah, as his avatar. Okay. And and so when people make that argument where they're like, yeah, these schools are paying their players, but not my school. Yeah. I'm like, come on.
1: We all like to think our school is clean. I like to think Kansas is a clean school. Sure. I just do. Yeah. No, I... There's literally put a period at the end of that sentence. I like to think Kansas is clean.
0: Right. And, And it's not... I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous to assume that, you know, oh, Kansas, you know, pays their players, but Duke doesn't. Yeah. I think if you're the person that thinks that, you are very deluded and you have no idea what is probably actually going on at every school across the country.
1: That's fair. But am I going to keep deluding myself? Sure. (laughs) You betcha. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Because you want that perfect image in your head about it.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to go on Twitter and say that.
0: Yeah. No, I get it. It was it, it was an absolutely crazy trial. Um I'm really excited to see what the spring holds for us because
1: I am not. I mean I'm excited. I'm, just nervous. I'm
0: excited in that I want to know who
1: I'm interested.
0: Is it involved? Yeah. I want to know if coach K is going to wind up being involved in this, or Roy Williams, UNC, yeah. Duke, Kentucky. Um
1: I'm interested to see where this goes for sure.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Just adds more and more fuel to the fire. If we just paid student athletes, none of this would be a problem. (laughs) Yeah. And fair. It is fair. It is fair.
1: I'm not going to argue about that. Right. Especially with everything going on.
0: Yeah. It's a nightmare situation. Yeah. But it is basketball season again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness!
1: Very exciting.
0: Basketball schools everywhere rejoice. We are back. <laughs> we are. It is our time to shine. We are thriving. Exhibition <laughs> games are happening. So
1: skin clear. Yeah, we're hydrated. <laughs> yeah, you can watch it's going like, well.
0: You can watch Duke beat up on Union College or whoever they were playing, and yeah. Kansas beat up Emporia, and all the big blue blood schools finally just get out there and stretch their legs and go our time of year again
1: yeah exactly
0: um with that being said, (laughs) shamelessly
1: oh yeah it's absolutely
0: shameless we completely disregard like all our failures during football season (laughs) yeah as soon as basketball season rolls around
1: well it's so funny because you know rival schools like k-state and places like that are like oh you're just a basketball school and we're like hell yeah we are
0: (laughs) at least we're good at something
1: yeah at least we have basketball at least
0: we have something to hang our hat on they don't even (laughs) have football to hang their hat on right now so um, with that being said, thank you so, so much for joining us again.
1: Follow us on Twitter at EZ Sports Pod and um, we'll keep you guys updated. We're hoping that this is the consistent recording schedule for right now.
0: We're hoping so. We're We're trying to figure out like how to make it so that, you know, we want to record multiple times a week and get more content out to you. We are still working on the iTunes and Spotify thing. We're
1: figuring it out. We
0: just have not had really the time to sit down and look at it. Yeah. Um, so it's coming. We promise.
1: Thank you for listening. Thank
0: you for listening once again. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.